0: Welcome, this is David Barris, president of the American Association of Bank Directors. This is another in ABD's Calling All Bank Directors series of podcasts. The subject today is what does your board need to do to enhance board risk governance now and in the future? Michael Glatz will join us to share his experience with these issues with numerous bank and bank board clients. Michael is the CEO of Strategic Risk Associates, focused on risk management, governance, capital management, and capital planning. He is also ABD's co-chairman of its Risk Reward Committee and a faculty member of its Institute of Bank Director Education. He previously held senior positions at Crestar Bank, SunTrust, and Capital One. We welcome any questions or suggestions you might have. My email address is dbarris at abd.org. All right, let's call Michael. Yes, hey, Michael.
1: Hey, good morning. Today, Michael, will be talking about what bank boards can be doing to enhance their board risk governance in the COVID-19 environment. And we are getting calls from members about this and not really sure what to do about it. So we're very pleased to have you today.
2: Great. Thank you, David.
1: First question, Michael, why are changes in board risk management necessary? with COVID-19?
2: Great question. This pandemic may be the largest risk event uh, that your bank boards will face, and how you and the board react to it can determine long-term success. In the foreseeable future, David, all risk at the bank will be seen through the lens of this pandemic. Uh, So, you know, if there's loan growth uh, trends, how has the pandemic affected it? If it's turnover of employees, how has the pandemic affected it? So the pace of change will really increase dramatically, and you've already seen it uh, with the PPP loan volume uh, that was issued. Uh, and shortly, both the, the ma- maintenance and collection of the loans will happen. Uh, you're looking at what the expected losses are going to be, uh, key decisions on working off-site or onsite. site So those, uh, David, are just some of the uh, board risk governance changes uh, uh, that are necessary.
1: Michael, what, what components of board risk governance change exactly?
2: All right. Starting from uh, board structure is a good starting place. Uh, I would look at uh, what either committee of the board or if you have a smaller board, uh, you know, what uh, the responsibility will be for the either the committee or the full board relative to the pandemic monitoring. And so is it the executive committee that takes that role or is it the risk committee or, again, is it the full board? And then secondarily, the frequency and cadence of the communication uh, between board and management uh, is important. So you're you're going to have a balancing act between uh, really getting the necessary information you need for oversight, but also not overburdening uh, management in the process. Uh, you'll be looking at things like updating the strategic plan. This may not be the right time today for updating the strategic plan as we're kind of in the middle of the storm, uh, but at some point, identifying how strategic imperatives change for the organization, and then updating uh, the board should ensure the capital plan is updated. Typically, that's done annually, uh, but in this particular case, the mid-year update may be needed, especially with expected loan losses. And then like, lastly, uh, I would recommend that uh, the board update uh, the risk appetite statement and the, just the the board reporting generally be
1: updated. Michael, what what are some of the best practices you're seeing in the banking industry in in this regard?
2: Well, there's three best practices that uh, that I've seen broadly applied. One is developing a dashboard for reporting purposes for the board of directors. And uh, this dashboard uh, should be a summary of kind of enterprise-wide metrics or enterprise-wide reporting in a common format. Uh, one of the key parts of a best practice is make, making sure there's measuring points for the information relative to, 2000. how are we doing today versus how did we do in 2019 and even how are we doing against the the current strategic plan and the new forecast? So this dashboard uh, obviously credit is uh, is critical uh, for the dashboard. You know, uh, forbearance uh, metrics and other metrics, uh, interest rate risk and liquidity metrics, especially liquidity relative to line usage, and human capital met metrics. How many employees are working off-site? Uh, how many employees had have uh, have COVID-19 or, or are out? And then secondly, uh, one of the best practices is quicker decision-making for the board. And here again, bringing in an executive committee that can make decisions on an interim basis uh, quickly so that the board Does it need to get together uh, for every uh, key decision that gets made? And and lastly, more frequent communication to investors or industry analysts. And here again, a best practice is having a standard format uh, that can be reported to both your investors and industry analysts over time so that they get a consistent feel in terms of how the bank is doing,
1: Michael, uh, are you seeing anything yet from the banking agencies on what their expectations are?
2: Yeah, the uh, I think uh, we are. I think uh, one of the things that the banking agencies are looking for is, uh, do you have a plan? Uh, is has risk go- the new risk governance for management? Uh, been documented. Is there for instance a pandemic risk committee that you've established and what is the role of that committee? Uh, ensuring that uh reporting uh, is in place uh so that they uh, can also monitor uh the impact of this pandemic on their events and and really uh you know making sure you keep the basics like meeting minutes uh are kept especially for your pandemic uh, committee meeting so that uh, they can uh, go back and review uh, and trace those activities.
1: Do, do board expectations of management change?
2: Yeah, the, the expectations uh, do change quite a bit. Uh, we talked earlier about uh, the frequency of meetings. That, that applies to both uh, the board and the management team. In a a lot of our banks, uh, management teams are meeting sometimes two and three times a week uh, to review uh, the progress in each one of the functional areas. Reporting is changing as well. And this is a good time for the bank to uh, put out an escalation policy. What are those things that need to be escalated to uh, the pandemic committee that's overseeing Uh, the COVID response, and what are the things that that don't need to be, uh, more importantly, surfaced? Uh, And then lastly, reporting, uh, enhanced reporting uh, has been a theme in a lot of uh, the questions. Uh, How are the reporting coming together across the organization? And here's an opportunity for the chief risk officer to be uh, a center point in terms of the collection of reporting uh, to the leadership team.
1: Michael, one final question. When does enhanced board risk governance end?
2: Oh, another great question. The board needs to recognize that there are many stages in this crisis, and there, there's five key stages in this pandemic uh, crisis. First of all, it's the pre-crisis. How well did the bank do in the business continuity and disaster recovery planning. Uh, you'll find that out firsthand when you're in the middle of the crisis. But, but uh, as the storm hits, and in the U.S., the storm started to hit in February and may last until July, August, or even later. Uh, in the middle of the storm, it, its critical human capital focus, its critical customer focus, it's, it's focused on how how to change and react uh, quickly. But then there's an aftermath. Let's call this kind of maybe the September time frame where the damage assessment uh, is done and plans for recovery uh, are underway. And really the new strategy, it's time for the board and management team uh, to update the new strategy and look at forecasts for loan losses and, and capital planning. Uh, there may be another stage, uh, uh, the storm part two, and this may be if and when the uh, pandemic returns. Now let's hope that doesn't happen, but you as a board member may want to you know, plan for the worst and hope for the best. What additional actions do you need to, to take? What plans need to put in place if there is a return of the pandemic with the flu. And lastly, the the recovery phase, the last stage, really can last anywhere from two to five years uh, in terms of remediation, continuous monitoring, loan forbearance, workout, all these uh, reporting and metrics need to be in place for the next two or three years in order to have, you know, effective oversight on behalf of the board, David.
1: Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to further conversations. Okay, thank you.